Hello, good evening, or good morning, or whatever time of day it is where you are. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the first podcast of 2010. Yes, a new year, a new decade, (laughs) a new dawn, a blue dawn, a conservative dawn. The year where conservatism takes over. Andy, Andy, come on. Calm, calm. Would you like a cup of tea, dear? Yes. Have you got your slippers? Unclench the fists. (laughs) David Cameron. Yes, okay, dear. Very nice. Sorry about that. Anyway, <laughs> welcome to the show, our first show of 2010, or 2010 if you prefer. Indeed. I'm New Year's Grumbly. I'm 2010 Fake Keith. I'm Adam, the year they made contact. <laughs> <laughs> 2010. Oh, I'm a wassailing Jean. <laughs> and I'm still a very dreary 2009 Keith. Uh, oh, stuck in the past. Yeah, yeah, afraid so. Uh, sailing. Does that mean you sing to apple trees? Yes, and uh, I'm doing it next Saturday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it also involves mulled cider mm, yeah. Yeah. in copious yeah. amounts. Mm. Oh, that Which is why you end up singing strings. What <laughs> <laughs> well, better way to start off 2010? So yeah. This isn't fair. Mm? Why? I said I would be nice to her all evening, and she chucks this singing at trees thing in straight away. <laughs> yeah. God. I think that's probably why she's that done probably, it. Probably, yeah. Dancing as well. Of course you are. I mean, of course you are. <laughs> Dust off me Morris bells. Will we go on now? <laughs> Just because you're jealous. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, no. Right. First and foremost in our Staggering Stories New Year's Hangover podcast, <laughs> yeah. it's time, as always, to lean over the bedside bucket of information and bring forth the news with El Presidente. You're a very odd man. I know. Doctor Who News then. We have some UK ratings for the end of time. Parts one and two. I don't want to go. (laughs) Too late. You've already signed the contract to say you're leaving. (laughs) So part one got an average of 10.03 million, which is 42.2% of the audience. As on Christmas Day, and part two on New Year's Day was seen by slightly more 10.4 million, Ooh. but a lower audience share of 35.5%. That's on BBC One, and that's Ooh. early overnight figures. Apparently, part two peaked with 10.85 million Ooh. for the regeneration moment at 7.45. <laughs> and it's the second most watched program of the day, just behind EastEnders. Which was really good. <laughs> You cheated, had two episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who killed Archie? Who's Archie? Well, I think it was Jack. Mm. Catching Jack? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. If it was the, no, Christmas, da- if it was the Christmas Day episode, it would have been the master. Ah, uh, well, of course, everybody was the master. True. Yeah. Were they all played by John Sim? Funnily enough, no. <laughs> no. Did uh, they get paid overtime for that? <laughs> <laughs> it should have been. It should have been, yeah. yeah. <laughs> extras money. Yeah. And we've got an audience appreciation figure for the uh, second part of 89. 89. Which is apparently incredible. High, Ooh. especially for a program with such a large audience. 
so it says. The first part, I believe, got 85, which, again, is very good. And it scored well on all indicators, particularly with the female audience <laughs> and those <laughs> between 35 yes. and 55. Be <laughs> <laughs> still my beating hearts. Oh, dear. And the end of time, part two, is a high scoring of the five specials. Only the last three episodes of series four having scored higher on first transmission. So, very good ending. Yeah. Yeah. I was saying that the highest score with the female audience will now change to a high score from the male audience on two parts. (laughs) Especially for Grunhilda. But um... (laughs) there may be a few other people who sort of... Back to lavender passageways and enjoying uh, the. Uh, I dragged it down straight yeah, away. Well, didn't you? Would they really prefer Matt Smith over I don't, I don't DT? Know, I, don't I don't know. know. I don't know. Anyway, Maybe. moving rapidly on. Siffy has announced it's renewing. Siffy. Siffy. Don't correct me. <laughs> I have a touch of. Just because you're blonde. <laughs> It's not. It's got no hair. You, I'm <laughs> sorry. Oh, pick it from that tuft at the back. Oh, what are we talking about? Yeah. Anyway, 2010 started perfectly. Siffy uh-huh. has announced it's renewing Stargate Universe for a second season, and it's picking up Sanctuary for a third season. Ooh, which is good. Both series were given orders for 20 episodes, which will begin airing. <laughs> you have argued 20 episodes. There's only following orders. Sanctuary is currently in the mid to airing its second season while Stargate Universe is on hiatus between the first half of season one and the second half which will air in April. Mm. Universe has been controversial with Stargate fans who've shown a mixed reaction to the franchise's new direction. We're dealing with 15 seasons of expectations with a certain fan base. Executive producer Robert Cooper told The Hollywood Reporter. Hopefully as the show goes on people will appreciate Universe for being its own thing. (laughs) He also revealed... There is a big story point coming up that does introduce an alien race. Cooper said... It's more along the lines of a District 9 type alien. So doing his own thing then. Yeah. 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 Copying everyone else. I love Stargate original, but I don't think I've seen either of these. It's kind of turned a bit Star Trek-y in like how many franchises can this be? It certainly has. I'll give Sanctuary a look. Is it worth it? Oh yeah. 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 I'm enjoying Sanctuary, but Stargate Atlantis wasn't particularly brilliant and Stargate Universe... hmm. Yeah, because I I enjoyed the original series, which kind of started yeah. to feel went beyond yeah. its lifetime but it just I, I just ran out of you know want for universe yes <laughs> well the thing is with Sanctuary I mean well, it's, it's only in its second season but they're introducing new characters so I mean I think they will give a bit more sort of scope to the show that well mm. well I had a very small cast originally so yeah. 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 Scope yes. for mm. more characters mm. oh, well, any more news according to New Zealand's Dominion Post Peter Jackson is secretly developing a sci-fi film based on the mo- <laughs> <laughs> I've just got an idea of him wrapped up in a cloak and his head out. <laughs> Test tubes <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Smoke boiling out. <laughs> Sorry, Andy. Now that my mental train of thought has been thoroughly derailed. <laughs> <laughs> They're in a funny mood today. Yeah. So it's the first one back. It's been three weeks since we've done this. Four. Four, four weeks. Four, sorry, four, four weeks. weeks. It was bad enough in the car getting it. <laughs> Peter Jackson is secretly developing <laughs> a sci-fi film based on the Mortal Engines book by Philip Reeve. Mm. The books are set in a post-apocalyptic world where cities have become giant vehicles and must consume each other to survive. Mortal Engines, the first book in the series, won a Nestle Smarties book. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. 
I'm sorry, but it's not it's not on the same scale as the Booker Prize or <laughs> Nestle Smarties Book Prize. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so what, you could always wa- wash your smartest tail with a pint of whipped bread. <laughs> <laughs> and we're shortlisted for the 2002 Whipped Bread Award. Mm. I remember at one great British beer festival, people were walking around with Whipped Bread Tour of Destruction t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> I so think my favourite is still brains. We have come to drink your brains. <laughs> I think somebody mentioned this yeah, last somebody... year on the um, yep. mm. recommended. Yeah. I can't remember who it was, but somebody did remember, do a yeah, second yeah. I apologise to you. Yeah. Whoever you are. What, have, haven't they done a cartoon of Mortal Engines? That it rings a bell that they've either mm, done a, a film or, or, or um, no, sort of like animated. An animation. Oh, I don't Mortal know. Engines. It might just be that it reminds me of one of the animes. <laughs> Could be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have two addendums. Two. You're being greedy. I am. First addendum: the old mm. Doctor Who role-playing game. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's out. I've got a copy. You have. <laughs> Wow. He had yeah. to buy it somewhere else. He cancelled it on Amazon because the would... Americans have still. It's still in customs. Yes, so. it is. Yeah, they, uh, so th- there's been a restricted run simply because places like Smith's, Waterstones, and uh, other bookshops mm-hmm. will not supply it with the old doctor's face on it. What? It's got to be ridiculous. Re- it's it's got to be recovered and rejected and repackaged in the new logo with Matt Smith's face. That's crazy, isn't it? He's only been dead a, a yeah. week. No, <laughs> less than a week. So, so they will not. They will not because it's the old Doctor. It's the past Doctor. That is the past. Ow. They don't think people will recognise it or. Everyone knows who David Tennant yeah. is thanks to the BBC. This is the point where I I've say, just, "Oh, <laughs> insert your own rude word." Here. <laughs> <laughs> I've, just, I've just bought a 2010 David. Because when the calendar come out, he was still the doctor, but he's not the doctor now. So, so, they, the best so if you get one it? with David Tennant on, it's going it's to going be, be rare. very, very rare. I have got ah. one with David Tennant on. It's all going to be vacuum packed and stuck up in the wardrobe. So you've got to get another one to play. Yeah, one but uh, yeah. I am going to read through it, and hopefully we will get together, do a game, and yeah. do a review on the game that, of our yeah. thoughts. Yeah. That, that's my intention. I do have I do have it pre-ordered Amazon, but yeah, no time. Yeah, Amazon, Amazon they sent, keep sending an apologetic I, email, don't they? Yeah, <laughs> I, I logged on and bought a copy back in November yeah. and then hit December and said, Amazon is deeply apologetic but will not be able to ship you a copy of this until the new year. And I thought, mm. damn it, I can't wait! Well, <laughs> so I went somewhere else. Should and, anyone and wish to follow your pursuance of this fine thing, can you recommend where you got your I copy got, from? I got my copy from Leisure Games. Oh, I know. Yep, it's yep, yep. slightly more expensive than Amazon. Yeah, yeah, but at least I got a copy in my sweaty little palms. So I'm busy reading through that at the moment, and so hopefully in the near future. He says though, I have to play sensibly. Though I think, <laughs> play <at all> now. <laughs> I think if you go to Tin Dogs, uh, yeah, he got he's a copy. Got a, he's got a ah, copy, yeah. and he's got a review up and running, uh, even as we speak. My other addendum is specifically for. Crumbly. 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 Right. Crumbly. Yes. You, to take you like Star Trek, yeah. don't you? Yes. Crumbly. You like diving, don't you? Oh, oh I saw yeah. these. Yeah. Crumbly, you can now get yourself a Star Trek diving suit. Dear God. A wetsuit to look like. Yeah, a, a wetsuit. The top half uniform. is you can get it either gold, oh, blue, no. or red. Oh, they the go up to classic. Shatner sizes. Yeah. Well, beached whales. Who yeah. buys in, one in red and goes diving? Yeah, <laughs> it's in the classic uniform style, complete with logo and rank braiding. Oh, oh no. Yeah, yeah so you 
<laughs> you can be a, can a, be a geek underwater. Yes. <laughs> I've just got visions of someone decided they're going to swim with live sharks and think, I'll buy the mid one. <laughs> oh, God. And all you can hear is a strange music coming from some undefinable source. <laughs> 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 and lots of flopping and blood. Mm, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, do you know who makes it? I mean, um, there is a link. I've seen a link. Mm. Hopefully, we'll stick it up on the site. Put but... it on the show notes. Yes. Tell you what, why don't we all club together and get him that as a wedding present? Because <laughs> <laughs> his other half will kill us. By two, won't we? Stress. <laughs> yeah, she won't feel left out. We can buy if... her the Uhura version. <laughs> <laughs> This time last year, we all got our mystic Meg heads on. Except for me, because <laughs> I witch. wasn't here. Yeah. <laughs> True. And made our predictions for 2009. We did indeed. So we will now go through said predictions <laughs> and mock each other for our pathetic success rate. Can I do the first one? <laughs> you can, can I... do the first okay, one. Okay, okay. The first prediction for 2009 yeah. was yeah. Adam. Me, the yeah. Star Trek film will be rubbish. Oh. And, hang on, may I officially say, ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> you were wrong. I I was definitely wrong. I'm happy to be wrong about that. I did have my doubts at the time. I did say, yeah. I said this about the new Doc 2 as well, yeah. that the old fans would hate the update and new people wouldn't go yeah. to it because it's Star Trek. Yeah. But wrong on like, all counts, like really, Doctor Who, it, no, I can see where you're coming from yeah. with that. But yeah. Yeah. Second prediction was from Andy, yep. who said Doctor number 11 would be Patterson Joseph. Well, I think we all got caught flat footed by that one. You were completely yeah. wrong. Mm, yes. Yes. You were yep. wrong. Shame it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Keith predicted Philip Glenister will be the 11th Doctor. <laughs> that, you were wrong too. That prediction. That Show me isn't. <laughs> I think he'll be number 12 then. How oh, that would be brilliant. <laughs> Fake Keith's one here. I'm not sure if you've been entirely serious here. Uh, but the vast toffee. Amen. Stephen Moffat will be offered the head writer's job at Coronation Street, jump ship from Doctor Who and say, I never much liked Doctor Who anyway. So that was wrong then. <laughs> so just, far. Just, okay. just, just a chat, Tad, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mind you, 2010 is very young, so... <laughs> <laughs> that could be a petition for this year, if you want. <laughs> well, Adam predicted that Ashes to Ashes will end mm. after season two. Well, technically Which, he's technically, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so it's he still... is after... Which has been pedantic. The, the, the implication implies that there's not going to be a season three. Okay. Mm, I think you find in a court of law he could argue that he was, <laughs> he was correct here. <laughs> oh, and uh, well, Keith said Dollhouse is uh, the best show that Whedon has ever written, but Fox will kill it off before it even airs. You were well, wrong. But I'm serious. sure I've seen a few episodes. I think, yeah, I he think did I make it to wrong. a second season. So I think it, I got that a bit wrong. Yeah, best show Whedon's ever mm. made. I don't no. think that many people would argue that. It took its time to get started. Yeah. But Adam shot that down in a, an absolute flames by saying, Dollhouse will die quickly. <laughs> and it did die in 2009, yeah, so I think... Has, yeah, I think so you've uh, got one right there. It only lasted a year, so, yeah. you know... Well, two se- was it two seasons? It lasted two seasons, but it was in, within one year. Ah, so. right. Pretty much. Yeah. I, think, yeah. right, I think that's the first one we got right. Andy... Said there'll be a sequel to the new Star Trek film with the same cast. I think yeah. they've they already announced that's going to happen. I think mm. it's going to be 2012, that one. Yep. But I they've think, announced it. Yeah, so there's another one we got right. Oh, I think, well yeah, done, I think Andy. That's, that's right. 
Yeah, like that wasn't a foregone conclusion. <laughs> well, if it was rubbish. Karen predicted that Patterson Joseph will not be the 11th Doctor. Yes, got another one right. <laughs> but! Oh. but. <laughs> Revealed that the BBC paid him handsomely to allow people to think he would be. <laughs> the new Doctor will actually be a woman, and the vast toffee will say, what do I care? I'm off to Coronation Street anyway. <laughs> Philip Glenister will get a sex change and play the Doctor. <laughs> so I was nearly right. Yeah, well, Right, Karen. <laughs> yeah, number twelve right. there, sir. So, you, know. you kind of the first bit was. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of it. If you were any sort of friend, you'd have stopped reading at that point. Okay, Andy said William Shatner will get so fat he'll collapse under his own weight, and with the Large Hadron Collider, create a black hole. <laughs> oh, was it the Daily Mail? Or the Daily Mail? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I think we've got to come close to. I'd, I'd mm. say that is. Partially. 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 He just hasn't collapsed yet. You need to see the photographs in an English newspaper that was out today. He's got so fat, but he just hasn't collapsed Mm. yet. Uh, What, you mean the... Yes, that one. (laughs) Adam said that we wouldn't see the new Doctor, i.e. 11, until 2010. And he was right. right, By a day. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) We had the controversial, the confidential, which he was shown and he had the... That was Matt Smith, that wasn't the Doctor. (laughs) Yeah, that's not what I meant. I meant him playing the Doctor. So we got three right and two of them were Adams. <laughs> Adam also said Doctor Who will continue in the spring slot. Isn't he a cocky <laughs> Well, I think it's the fact that he had the internet open on his uh, laptop yeah. and he was reading them off. Reading the future. Yeah. Uh, Adam um, also said that Sarah Connor Chronicles will get the chop. Another yep, one, right? Yes, another yep, one. yep, yep. I'm doing well here. Um, I'm sure ooh, this that's... isn't actually what you predicted. You've just gone back and changed it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but here's one that bucks Download the trend. Episode 36. Mm. Oh, yeah. Adam says here that Tom Baker will die before the 23rd of November 2009. I'm sure he didn't. He I think didn't. it would have been on the news. Yeah, he mm. didn't. Good old Tom. I said he died in the anniversary year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he did he made it past the anniversary. He made it past so you got that it, one so. wrong. Oh well. <laughs> okay, so our hopes and dreams for 2009. Yep. I said they'll finally get over the fact that Billy Piper has left Who and stopped referring to Rose in every mm. episode. Yeah. Yeah, well, pop most of them, apart well, from the end. Yeah. That's fair enough, though. They're all yeah. in that. So. <laughs> <laughs> we had one here from Crumbly. He and Fake Crumbly have got a place of their own. Aww. Well, I'm moving in with Fake Crumbly at the moment, so. We he. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Keith will win the lottery. No, he didn't. No, no, no I didn't. <laughs> Not even the tenner. Not from that tenner back in June. <laughs> yeah, okay. What tenner? <laughs> oh, I spent it. <laughs> oh, one of Karen's here. Hope she and real Keith become grandparents in two years. Did you say that? Oh, God. Why did you say that? I think it was to make you cough and choke like that. <laughs> you were a bit... You were very pale. Oh, and and yeah. how do you know you're not? Yeah. <laughs> Because our sons are actually girls. Hey, hey. <laughs> no, they're not. Right. So do they know that? A uh, lot could happen on New Year's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> yes, our youngest construct has proved to be a complete lightweight and got bladdered on three WKDs. He came the blue home. ones. <laughs> he came home and giggled. Wrapped in balloons. <laughs> yeah. oh, His first bender. Yeah. I don't know to this day who wrapped him in the balloons. <laughs> anyway, Adam said he hopes they really... Release Nebulous 2 and 3. 
They have they? CD'd. No, they haven't. Oh, shame. Still shame. haven't. Shame. Fake Keith hoped that they'd make another series of Sanctuary. Yes, I got that one right. Yeah, but the thing is, they announced that they were going to make another <laughs> season yeah. of Sanctuary. Mere technicality, <laughs> I got that one right. <laughs> we already oh. knew that. Yes. <laughs> Here's one from Real Keith. JMS or Joss Whedon to write a two-part Doctor Who? This is hopes and dreams. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think not, this one... Not apparently. This one was rigged. Adam predicted that, or hoped, that Staggering Stories will get a site redesign. And considering Finally. he was the only one capable of doing, doing it... it. <laughs> <laughs> Self-fulfilling. Is it, is it completed or is it still ongoing? It, there's still a few, quite a few pages to do. <laughs> right. yes. Self-fulfilling prophecies <laughs> need not apply. Mind you, I did the same the year before and it didn't happen. This year actually did. Oh, last year. Andy hopes that Primeval would get a fourth season. Yes, yes, yes and it did. And not it did. in 2009, unfortunately. Oh. Mm. But no. it was announced in 2009. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, it yeah, happened, yeah, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. They'll mm. get a curtailed one. You can hear a fifth as well. Mm, oh, that's right, yeah. Courtesy of, well, was it Watch and uh, the BBC? Yeah. BBC America, wasn't it? Mm, that's it, yeah. Right. Fake Keith hoped that they come up with a good original sci-fi idea so they can stop recycling 80s trash. That didn't work. <laughs> no, no, that, that Knight Rider. Uh, and we're not talking yeah. about V or Knight Rider. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That one sort of went the way of the dodo. Mm. Yeah. They must have had a... Well, do flash forward counts. I suppose they yeah. had. It was okay, based on a book. It was based on a book. Yeah. But paradox jobby that I haven't seen yet and would really like. There's to. also paradox a sci-fi on BBC Two. <laughs> Something gravity. Oh, Defying oh, Gravity. gravity. Yeah, that's is meant it, to be rather good. Anyone actually watched yes. it? Watched yeah, workmate did. It, she raves about it. Yeah, really? It took a long it, time to get. It was. It's... It was a bit of a slow burner. Yeah. But unfortunately, we'll never know because I mean, it's, it's been cancelled after one season. Yeah, it's been canned. And Keith's final hope and dream was that Judge Dread film is so good. We get at least three more Dread films out of it. What well, Judge Dread film? The, last year they said that they just signed the contract to make a new Dread film. So Which last year, the year before. So. Yeah, so, oh uh, so it's in production. That's, now, that's yeah. still yeah. ongoing. This so is we'll going to be better than the Sylvester. That's my hope. Thingy one. <laughs> Adam wins the prediction front by four correct by cheating. <laughs> followed by Andy with one correct prediction. Yeah, you're done. Followed by Fake Keith and Real Keith with. No, I should get half. <laughs> Maybe a third. <laughs> Maybe a third for saying. Not after the last few oh. podcasts. No. <laughs> Sorry, Mum. Okay. As we did so badly, let's predict stuff for this year. Ooh, okay. Yep. Right. Yep. I'll well, have a prediction. El Presidente. Go on. Go on. Okay. Give us your first prediction for what 2010. Wild stabs in the dark are us. <laughs> <laughs> My first prediction, which is bound to come true. At least I hope it does. Uh, people will quickly warm to Matt Smith and especially Karen Gillan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they all seem to be rather down them at the moment, yeah, Matt Smith. Yeah, I don't, I don't do. know why. I, I think one of my predictions shares with you on that front. Mm. I shall read it out properly when I get my time. Gene? <laughs> the people that brought us Shaun of the Dead will form up with Ardman to make a Shaun of the Dead sequel called Shaun of the Undead Sheep. That would be good. All right, one of my predictions are everyone will have forgotten the name David Tennant in the wake of the first Matt Smith season. Gene <laughs> <laughs> <Jean> doubts. <laughs> She <laughs> doubts your prediction. I think, I think so, I think yeah. Forgetting the name is putting it a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I think people will put it into one side. And, uh... As I said in a previous podcast, for a person who said the 
they would be prizing the keys of the TARDIS from his cold, lifeless hands. <laughs> As I say, I mean, the BBC should have been re- renamed the David Tennant Corporation. <laughs> Give us your prediction, Grumbly. Well, the up-and-coming film version of uh, Joe Haldeman's The Forever War. Oh, yes. Well, I reckon that will come a very close second to Avatar by way of ticket sales. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's doing really well. Mm, well, it's in... It's, uh, well, it's in billions now. It's yeah. just yeah, it's gone over a billion, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right, I predict that Grunhilde Nobnacker mm-hmm. will win I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here <laughs> in a thrilling final challenge that sees her eating the testicles of an Aboriginal man using a spoon and a chopstick. <laughs> oh, she could do it, I'm sure she I'm could. I'm sure she could. I don't think you're taking this seriously. <laughs> what would the Aboriginal have to say about it? Ow, probably. <laughs> I'm sure he'd be happy but, to give but it But in up a for happy her. kind yeah. of way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then he'd lose interest halfway through. <laughs> or certainly towards the end. <laughs> Any more predictions? I have another. Go on then. A Torchwood will wrap up after season four, as in season mm. four will be yeah. the last That's one. The, yeah. Mm. Mm. But they said about that. They said that about season three, though. Yeah, but I yeah. think it was more to do with John Barrowman having a rant somewhere in a corridor and someone overhearing it. They yeah. thought, oh bugger, we better make another one. Yeah. <laughs> Especially given how good the ratings were well, for yeah. the last one. Well, seeing he's got a new plaything, I mean, sort of a uh, companion called Alonzo now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if he'd be in season four. Yeah, right. I suspect yeah. not. He's, he's a busy got, chap, uh, him. He's being human, he's doing being some, There's another yeah. series he's working on as well at the moment. Yeah. Right. I have a sad prediction. Sad prediction? Ooh. Yes. I think one of the older doctors will die before the end of the year. And by that, I mean real dead. Not <laughs> fake, current Doctor Who, die, but not really die, yeah. dying. I mean, so like, you, really you dying. Tom Baker's going to kick the bucket? Not necessarily is this, is, Tom this Baker. This is our, our generic I prediction no, we chuck I in every year. Well, one doctor I don't stiff. think it is is going to be yeah. Tom Baker. I think it's going to be one of the other he's, doctors. Do you think t- David Tennant's going to step in front of a bus? <laughs> <laughs> not I might be Davison, but I wouldn't say that. Baker? Don't Baker is too well preserved in gin, I think, to Sylvester McCoy, I hate to say it, but I think he's probably... (laughs) Will you stop predicting the death of these men? God! Because if it happens, you will feel awful. I feel awful now. really will feel feel awful awful What about the Colin Baker? Not particularly healthy, I don't think. Who made the prediction that Tom Baker will die last year? Him! So what you did... (laughs) I told him off then! Just imagine Peter Davison lying lying there serenely with his round, open, bland face. We will be open after the... uh, Keith, do you have any more predictions? Yes, I, I have one last prediction. The new console will be radically different from anything else ever seen. I thought he was going to say radish then. No, radish one. Yeah. Will be radically, radically different radish. from anything else seen in Who using spit control. <laughs> you could be right. <laughs> Right. Um, my prediction for 2010: um, <laughs> the new Star Trek sequel will be in will be a, a huge success. Well, that'd be 2011, would <laughs> not Well, 2011, whenever it is. Yeah. My final prediction is the vast Toffee will be arrested and charged <laughs> by the Monopolies Commission after it's revealed that he owns a 51% share in a plastic bedsheet firm whose sales <laughs> go through the roof every time a scary Who story is shown. <laughs> Blinks airing is now known in the trade as Moist March. <laughs> and that's with the people that are 40 and over. <laughs> moist March. <laughs> right, Grunhilda again. <laughs> Any more predictions? I Let's... have a, a few more. Oh, go on then. We won't see the Star Wars live action series in 2010. Mm, yeah. Okay. I say it's pretty much a given, but it, it yeah. may happen at the end of the year. I don't think it will. 
we'll be hit by the 3D sci-fi film Event Horizon in 2010. All new sci-fi films have to be 3D. <laughs> and finally, Tom Baker will die. <laughs> You're determined. If I stop saying it now and he does die, I look like an idiot. <laughs> and You're hoping might... if you say it enough times, he will. He's going to be right eventually. <laughs> After all, Tom Baker has got his own tombstone already it's, done. It's right. He's like QI and the blue whale. He isn't is. It? If he says it enough, one day it'll be true. <laughs> my my yeah. last prediction is... I won't be buying season five, i.e. Matt Smith's first season of Doctor Who. Well, we'll have to give it to you for your birthday then. <laughs> it's the vast toffee writing it. We, we shall yeah. have to come back to that next year. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm safe because, Matt because I always get him bought as either birthday or Christmas presents. <laughs> 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 OK, hopes and dreams, things we hope will happen. El Presidente? Oh, OK. Uh... My hope is Star Wars The Old Republic, the MMO, will be out this year. A long Yay. shot, but it yep. may be. Yep. And it will take the MMO world by storm. Yeah, yeah. I hope it's going to be great. I think it will be. I look forward to it. All right. One hope I have for 2010 is um, Wii. There will be a Star Wars game for the Wii, including using lightsabers with your Wii remote. It kind of already is one, but it wasn't that... No, it wasn't all wasn't that really good. No. One of my hopes for the news this coming year is that I will like Matt Smith as the 11th <laughs> Doctor. That matches mine. I just hope Matt Smith is not disappointing. Mm, yeah. uh, one of my, I've got three, but one of them is exactly the same as last year, that JMS, Whedon or Neil Gaiman write an episode. Preferably a two-parter, but write a who episode. Well, Neil Gaiman has been suggested as a yeah. writer. Yeah. Mm. So that may come true. Uh, more film hopes. Tron Legacy will be oh, yeah. rapturously received. <laughs> oh, yeah. Another 3D sci-fi film, probably. Mm, never know. <laughs> Not very sci-fi-y, but I hope the brightest and most respected scientist in the world declares that chocolate is good for you, particularly Cadbury's whole nut. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's one or two out there that would say that anyway. <laughs> I have a, a further hope. Go on. That I at least will be able to tolerate Matt Smith as the 11th Doctor. Oh, oh, talk about God. judging the guy before he's opened his mouth. <laughs> he spat I know at he spat the, at the console. console. I told you, fire went in his mouth. I don't care. <laughs> don't spit control. at her. Spit oh, control. <laughs> David Tennant's put his foot up on it and rogered it. <laughs> yes, at least that's what it looked like. <laughs> I, I need I to go change the coordinates. <laughs> Control. <laughs> well, if David Tennant put his foot up on the console and rogered it, I mean, has he changed direction? <laughs> <laughs> Changing the speed, I don't know. <laughs> Any more hopes? I have a final hope. Go on, then. I hope they release Nebulous 2 and 3 on CD this year. About <laughs> damn time they did. I have two hopes going, possibly three. One, that we get... A Staggering Stories fleet for Star Trek Online. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. And yeah, yeah. a Staggering Stories Jedi troop or group for... Uh, Old Republic. No, Old Republic. Ah, yeah. And yep. my final hope is a decent Who game for PC, Xbox, PlayStation or Wii. Well, you mean better than Trump's? Better than Trump's. <laughs> a a, a role-playing game or something along those lines that yeah. you can actually play and enjoy. You can use your yeah. Wii Fitball to run up and down yeah, corridors. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah. Sounds good to me. Chasing Amy Pond. Cool. Don't you mean Glenn Hilda? Uh, sorry, no, 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 no. Those, those are my last two hopes. Okay. 
Can we do fears now? Yes. Is that all right with you? Okay. She's got her mother voice on, hasn't she? (laughs) (laughs) Given the the way of the world today, recession and all, Mm -hmm. let's do some fears. Oh, Oh dear. El Presidente, give us a fear. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I fear we're entering a drought of US sci-fi TV. They're all getting cancelled. Yeah. Yeah. It's being cancelled. V. Yeah. It's being trimmed by an episode and unlikely to get a second season. Hmm. Flash forward also been trimmed by an episode. And then likely to <laughs> no, like be the episode that explains everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, looking mm. a bit grim over there. Oh, I fear that Channel 4 <laughs> will run out of ideas and resurrect Big Brother, even though they've cancelled it at last. <laughs> yeah, that's probably mm. certainty. Um, uh, one of my fears yeah. is this rash doesn't get any worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I have two fears, unfortunately. <laughs> the first one is William Shatner to release another CD. <laughs> <laughs> And the second fear is for it to be rapturously received. (laughs) (laughs) I have two fears as well. My first fear is that Matt Smith will be disappointing. And the second is that I fall over on all this damn ice. (laughs) It's very snowy here. Mm. I have a second fear that follows on is that I fear that I will hate the 11th Doctor and all my childhood and adolescence will be destroyed in one (laughs) season. I think she doth protest too much and that what she Mm. actually fears is that she has the funny dreams about Matt Smith. (laughs) (laughs) He's a girl. I, I have right, one So you have the lesbian bit. funny dreams about that. No, that's Amy back, Pond. I, I, have, Moist Marsh again. I have one final fear. Go on then. That Jean's right. Oh. Well, that she's going to have the funny dreams about <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Or are you going to have the funny dreams about that? <laughs> it's going to turn into an Americanized adventure program and we're going to oh, lose the doctor no. somewhere. Well, that's my final fear. Is that a US network wants to do a US version of Doctor Who? <laughs> like they've done with Being Human and yeah. The Prisoner mm-hmm. and other stuff. Ashes to Ashes and. Yeah, Life on Mars, yeah. Well, I hope not. I think it's probably far too established for that. Mm. I hope it's far too established for that. If they do that, we've got to be allowed to do Star Trek in British. Mm. <laughs> would that work? Well, <laughs> I hate to say it, they could do that via the BBC. We would do mm. it for them. <laughs> they have already d- done that, the Eighth Doctor one. Yeah, it's kind of half. Yeah. American and it was terrible. It was well, terrible. It, you know, it had I its, quite enjoyed it. It had its plus points. It main... was the first time that the Doctor snogged. I mean, it was. It wasn't Eccleston. Yeah, it, not counting it, that time with uh, the first Doctor and Susan. The trouble with that is, is I mean, we shouldn't go into reviewing it now. But the trouble with it is, it was billed as this this gigantic Titanic struggle between two gods and ended up like a schoolroom fight. Yeah. Like Russell T Davies script then. Yeah, (laughs) school spat. Okay, before we get caught up in the Eighth Doctor. I think over Christmas and New Year, we, we all sat down and watched something other than EastEnders. Oh, yes. Four of us together. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Christmas Day. Yeah. I missed that. So what did we think of... Oh, I've forgotten what it's called. The, the End, end of, of Time. That's the one. Ooh. Part one and part two. <laughs> yep. Right, I think we're split into a couple of camps here. The orgasmically overjoyed (laughs) and the depressingly underwhelmed. Oh, dear. And the straddling, the getting splinters up his bum. It's Captain Jack again, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) 
Go Are on, we then. going to do it episode by episode or as an en masse gestalt wow. Let's do it as an en masse because we never s- we always forget what we're saying a anyway. Backtrack and yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Go okay. on, El Presidente, give us your initial impressions. The first part I was somewhat underwhelmed with, I have to say. But I knew, you know, it's a two part, you don't judge it too much on the first part. But the second part I thought it was actually brilliant. I really, really enjoyed the second part of End of Time. That's my, my initial reaction without going into any detail at all. My initial reaction without going into any detail is completely the opposite. Yes. I, I enjoyed the first Snap. episode. Mm. I thought, it, I thought it was wonderful. Mm. And the second episode's... No, I found it to be a complete letdown, especially the last ten minutes. Ditto. Mm. Um, the much-vaunted return of the Time Lords. Yes. All, all five of them. <laughs> no, there were hundreds there were of them in, in, that, in that distance. In, 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 that, in, in, in the Star Wars in the episode Senate. one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 in the Senate. <laughs> and um, as for David Tennant's... Um, very, He's dead. <laughs> very long regeneration scene. Well, I mean, I mean, I haven't, I haven't seen anything on, on a par with that since uh, Boromir's death in the Fellowship of the Ring. <laughs> I have, I have the film version of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm-hmm. The, oh, the, the, vamp- one the vampire, the vampire at the, the end, yeah. Yeah. or Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, yes. when Alan Rickman dies oh, yes. eventually, oh, yes. <laughs> or um, Holy Grail, yes, yes. Python, Holy Grail. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was, but I think there's a precedent for that, and we've seen this before. Go on. Some readings of the cliffhanger episode three of Caves and Zani, he's holding back regenerating. Mm. Yeah. yeah, but he, so he holds ha- off regeneration for several yeah. hours there. Yeah. yeah. And he does the same here yeah. for several hours, presumably. Yeah. But you can understand why he did it in Caves of Andrazani, because it was to save someone's life. Mm. Yeah. This is this is maudling prolongingness to say goodbye to some people mm-hmm. he could so quite easily say goodbye to once he's regenerated. Well, you did raise a very valid point earlier on. Yeah, sort of saying all the ground had been covered in... Um, oh, yeah, and all the goodbyes and everything they were showing, saying goodbye to the characters, had been covered in Journey's End, Stolen Earth. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It was just rehashing old, old um, stuff. And also I'm afraid that I think that the ending, the goodbye, was very much for the current executive producer. Oh, completely. Rather mm. than for the Doctor. It, yes. it was so his self-indulgent. Yes. His series and saying goodbye yeah. to his companions. I can it, understand why it was done, because we're probably never going to see these characters again. So what? Mm. But <laughs> no, no, does it need to yeah. be done, is the question I'm asking. No. If With I the... drop dead tomorrow, I wouldn't have time to nip out from under the bus and say, see Adam, see a G, <laughs> bye Keith. But if you did, probably. wouldn't you do it? I mean, if, if you knew you were about to die, you had a few hours left, oh, you could just about yeah. hold off. Through sheer force of will, you could hold off dying. And he was. Well, I think I'd try and get to a hospital yeah. rather than. <laughs> you know, there's nothing he could do. He is inevitable. He was dying. Uh, so I, he I, took the opportunity to, to see his friends one last time. But why didn't he do all this? He went off, the, uh, went off the rails a little bit. When he essentially talked what's her name, Brooke, from Waters of Mars into committing suicide even though he didn't realize he was doing it yep. he went off the rails a bit he deflowered queen elizabeth the first etc etc because Allegedly. he knew he was going to die yep. why didn't he do his farewells to everyone then he he was trying to avoid dying there and throughout throughout the story he was trying to avoid death i just found it a bit too self-indulgent it, for it really production was. Side. it had it had some glorious moments and i can understand where you're coming from but yeah, for me, I think what really got my eyes rolling and virtually saying, oh, God, please, <laughs> is when the Ood appeared and we will sing you to sleep. Yeah, it's like, for God's <laughs> sake. Yeah, if it was me in that position, I'd be turning around and say, I am dying here, crawling through the dirt. <laughs> Shut the expletive 
You know, it just gives it a bit over the edge for me. The I don't only, know, I liked only, it. The only bit I was pleased about with that, that it was a rose in the future rose. Oh, yeah. He actually just went and saw her briefly. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't laboured, because I, I really... I'm not so stop, fed sorry, up Billy with Piper, Rose. But I hope this is the last <laughs> we see of Rose. One thing did. that did strike me, if you watch The Confidential, Russell T Davies talked about when you're a kid on the beach and you've made a sandcastle, at the end of the day, when you finish playing with it, you can kick it to pieces. And the end of part two of The End of Time strikes me as Russell T Davies kicking his sandcastle to pieces. Mm. I think mm. the whole, the last 15 minutes affected me as badly as the last 10 minutes of Dalek did when I actually turned, you know, just left the room because I thought it was so bad. <laughs> and they, they could have cut 15 minutes off that. We didn't need to see all those mm. nauseatingly twee farewells. Well, that's he should it. have regenerated in that yeah. little I cupboard try, after he saved Wolf. Yeah. I did feel it was all mm. striking a very fine line between sentimental and uh, maudlin. So. Yeah. Mm. It went over the mm. line for maudlin. Yeah. Someone who tuned in as uh, we've got to watch it because it's the Christmas tradition like Morecambe and Wise, I don't see him finishing the episode. I can see him going and making a cup of tea well, and coming back when they... The highest rated part of the episode was the regeneration. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. but as I said, at 7.45 when it was about to end, you guarantee they didn't see all the nonsense beforehand. How many people turned it on for the next programme? Yeah. Okay, so we're split on that. Yeah. On good sides. Wilf. Oh, (gasps) glorious. Fantastic. I think, I really think Wilf and Tennant, the the piece in the, uh, from the first episode. In the cafe, when he was breaking down. That was amazing. That was incredible. That's a bit of classic Doctor Who. That that was beautiful. Um, And who saw it coming that Wilf was the one who had knocked four times? mm, I think one of the... I the guess Wilf would get him killed. Uh, the, best bit, the best bit for me, or one of the best bits for me, was Tennant lying on the floor, realising that he was still alive, that he'd made it, he'd got it through. And then yes. you hear the knock, and it's brilliant. the look on Tennant's yeah. face. Yeah. Yeah. No words, good. nothing. It's just yeah. the look there as his yeah. world, again, is just yeah. falling apart. And he knows he's going to save yeah. him, but he has that rant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which he is usually done to a female companion. Yeah. You know, you had to go and press the button or it's, get in the box it's, it's something that um adam has said before and i did like about this uh, with the fifth doctor he's the beginning of the story you think it's him to save the universe mm. but it doesn't it just boils down to him giving up his life saving one mm. man mm. yeah yeah mm. i did like the fact with that as well the the first time you got the knocking with the master it's all very hyper etc yeah. etc oh, and the, the oil drum and the, oil yeah. drum and the music of it. and i liked with this one initially you got the knocking and you got the music and I don't know if you noticed, after the first two sets of four, the music just completely stopped. Yeah. stopped yeah. Yeah. And all you heard was the last sets, not, two sets of yeah, four. Not a loud bang, not a smash, no. just a gentle tap, yeah. as if it was on a door. Yeah. Which it was. Which yeah. it was, yeah. It was actually off on With set noise, yeah. Yeah. G- yeah but going back to my um, rant about the uh, Return of the Time Lords, <laughs> all these scenes throughout where Timothy Dalton is exalting you know, the mass ranks of the Time Lords, we will return! Spittle everywhere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, spraying the first, you know, first few rows. <laughs> As I say, I mean, I did feel rather short-changed by that, knowing it's only sort of him, a couple of Time Lords, and a couple of um, those uh, prophetic women that actually came through the portal. Mm. Well, the entire was ex- planet was a Hearing, well, yeah, but even so, I was expecting so, oh, mass ranks of time wars to break out and there'd be a massive battle, and there wasn't. Well, you could tell that was not going to happen. Simply the amount of time that was left in the show, mm, yeah. you know. Mm. So it's gonna—it was obviously going to be a quick fix. Mind you, I mean, it was—it was a rather 
interesting revelation to find out it's the Doctor who actually put them in the time locked wall. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think like, we kind of knew that. It was, yeah. I think it was implied. We, we knew that he killed killed both, both the Daleks. We didn't, we didn't the know why. No. And, no. and that's no. that's another thing. Part of me wants to, but part of me doesn't want to find out what happened in the Time War. Mm. Because yes. you've got these glorious things, the nightmare child, mm. the, the king of the never was with his never wears and never yeah. will be. The thing is, if they show that I know, in anything, anything other than book form, yeah. it'll be a disappointment. That's, that's why yeah. I don't want them to show yeah. it, but I want to find more little hints and whatever. Yeah. Whether yeah. that is going to be... I hope it isn't going to be continued on with with Moffat. I hope I, I hope it. that yeah, the doors are now closed mm. on this. I suspect we will see the woman again. Yeah. Yeah, so is she the Doctor's mm. mother? Well, is she think, the Doctor's mother? His it's, sister? His yeah, it's daughter? A, it's yeah. a family member. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I think also that the other woman is the Master's mother. Was it a woman? I wasn't... Yeah, it, it wasn't two, really two, tell. I think it was two women. Yeah, I was the shape, hands up. The size. Yeah, because there's only two Time Lords that are outside of this bubble. And it's yeah. funny that there are two outside this bubble, the Doctor and Master, mm. and there are two that don't vote to yeah, go, and there are two that can't look. And it's almost like, let's say it is the Doctor's mother yeah. she can contact people around the doctor that care for him the other one can't because there's no one around the master yeah. that mm-hmm. cares for him, him. Yeah. yeah maybe but i also quite liked there was two hints in there where they're going through the scrolls i can't remember what, how they called it but they referred to the doctor by sort of like some shorthand which it's like the immortal one or something yeah. it wasn't immortal isn't like word yeah. mm-hmm. he contained within him the key to the power of destruction oh it was the moment the, mo- the moment, the moment. Yeah. and then the you've moment. got the um ood at the end saying the song will never end or the song is ending but the, the story, story nev- no the, the story, story never, never ends. ends story never yeah. ends yes so i think they're kind of like hinting that he isn't going to have 13 regenerations yeah, that's more mm-hmm. but this then we is get like to... a schism that's going to mm. just carry on regenerating but then don't we end up with the entire universe filled up with his regenerations <laughs> yeah at various points well, in time it's the closest thing to omnipotence you can get if the only age is three years in three years god knows when he got in the relationship with River Salt because the last time he said his age was 903 and this it was 906 and that yeah. was only two or three years ago yeah. <laughs> speaking of the master what do we think of John Sim wonderful oh, I, th- I think <laughs> foaming at the mouth Barking mad gargoyle. The last time he played the master, it annoyed me. This time, he was insane, and he played mm. insane to the hilt, mm. which I think, to a certain extent, I'm reconsidering my thoughts. Mm. It's good. I particularly like the scene where the Doctor was in the chair, yeah. and talking to the Master, and the Master, you can see, almost decides to go along with the Doctor. Yeah. Mm. Mm. You can see him thinking, OK, yeah. put this life of murder Sanity. or whatever behind mm. him, yeah. and oh, join and the Doctor and talk traveling yeah. Because he said and it talk- would be my honour, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. talking about leaving the way open for uh, John Sim to return again, because well, nobody ever saw him once no. the battle between he and the Time Lords. Yeah. It's kind of implied he gets yeah, sucked into in sucked there with him. or not. But, but e- probably if, not. Even so, if he has got sucked in, what with the Master's ability for life, the Time Lords, he could crack it open again mm-hmm. and let the Time Lords out. Or Potentially. Maybe that's potentially, how we see yeah. this yeah. woman again. But also, given that the Master doesn't exactly follow the rules, there exactly. are incarnations of him that exist outside, and if he can form his link with his drumming brain and do <laughs> how they got out out of yeah. it, so to speak. Maybe. I did like his resurrection, and I think that the Hammer movies would have been <laughs> proud. 
<laughs> the resurrection effect. Yeah. I thought that yeah. was wonderful. Yes. <laughs> I was put off slightly about the sudden superhuman powers. No, the, I, mm. it, it, I accepted it after, but there was that first initial moment of sort of like the, um, you know, being able to jump 20 feet in the I air. I saw that movement. as his life force. It was yeah. passing so oh, quickly, yeah. mm-hmm. and the energy had to come out somewhere, yeah. and it just happened to come out in a really super cool flying oh, jet. Yeah. There, there, is, there is one thing. I didn't necessarily have a problem with the superpowers, but there is one thing I noticed. Mm-hmm. Regeneration or the return was faulty, and he was damaged, therefore he was bleeding power. The machine he stepped in was meant to be a healer was meant to regenerate and make everything perfect, make the whole planet perfect. So surely it would have repaired his DNA so he would no longer have yeah, the I powers. Yeah, I that as well. Well, Listen. I think even he thought that, and that's why the Doctor was surprised when he was still suffering uh, after the chamber. Yeah. Mm, mm. But then the chamber wasn't designed to turn everybody into... The Master. The Master yeah. or whoever. Yeah, yeah. 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 he had, he had programmed it to yeah. human mm. DNA. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure that it... I think it should have healed him if it's meant to be repair, uh, you know, a repairing machine. I thought it would have should have healed him. I think the idea is you put a perfect subject into the machine, mm. and then you take that and then propagate that to all the people who I'm, work. I'm not, I'm not 100 convinced <laughs> myself, but yeah. I liked the little back history, and we found out that the master is really a poor little rich kid. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. 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 The little verb spoiled little so and so. Yes, yeah. <laughs> we had another um, really rubbish spaceship, deliberately rubbish. None of none of your glee gleaming nacelles oh, and yes, sparking yes, corridors. Yes, the two yeah. little ca- uh, mm. cactus people. Cactus, yeah. Thoroughly mm. enjoyed that. Um, the spaceship. Wasn't that Starbuck? It looked a bit like yeah, Starbuck. It did, didn't <laughs> it? <laughs> <laughs> Just, <laughs> Just giving it a paint job. Yeah. <laughs> I think my one criticism of the second part was at one point I thought I'd put Star Wars Episode 4 in the <laughs> <laughs> Because not only did we have the laser cannon sort of like yeah. a la yeah. Falcon <laughs> thing, yeah. we had the cantina deliberate. Oh, there was something else as well. And I, I get they were deliberate, but they also grated a bit because they were too blooming obvious. I don't know, seeing mm, Bernard Cribbins oh, yeah. blasting oh, I love that. missiles out of the sky. <laughs> it was wonderful. Without I've, the cantina bar scene, I've, I think I've it was think... the cantina bar that got me. Well, I think the, ca- the cantina bar was done for two reasons. One, Jack was no longer on Earth. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. he's going yeah, to be yeah. on a bar. And another thing, it managed to showcase virtually every other single mm, alien that has appeared mm. in Who. Oh, and yeah. a few you hadn't, right? Yeah, during, mm, during yeah. Russell T's time. Maybe that just fitted in with my, uh, can we not end. just regenerate yeah. then? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I did wonder what was the point of Joshua and Abigail Naismith. I know, I know they were there yeah. to actually bring everything mm. together, but I got the feeling that they were underused characters. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Very definitely. Much could so. have done a little bit more. You, you could have... Such a great actor, too. You didn't get much to do. You could have almost had that with any anything unit could have been the yeah. ones that found and the, it. the throwaway line at the end oh they've been arrested by the way yeah mm. also yeah. i got that feeling from june whitfield and much of the silver cloak yeah, they, yeah, they that, were that's, a throwaway yeah, yeah. that yeah. smacked yeah. of the colin baker era here's a name yeah yeah but let's We've not got to use get them a big properly name. Yeah. Got to get a big name. I mean, it was fun yeah. to watch. Oh yeah, I'm not denying the that. Confiden- her, her the confidential hands. afterwards of her <laughs> goosing David Tennant. Yeah. 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 It just struck me as being under you. It was virtually forgotten in the whole second episode, except yeah. for a quick the coffin spit at the wedding. They needed a way for Wolf to find a doctor. Yeah, mm. yeah. And the well, fact they put 
a name in there yeah. rather than just have normal extras. Yeah, it's just that's... a kind of Christmas bonus, I suppose. Uh, yeah, I, suppose. Yeah. I did feel sorry for John Sim. Not not the yeah. master, for John Sim. John Sim, yeah. All those yeah. costume he's never, changes. Well, apart from the costume changes, he's never going to be able to watch that episode without going slightly mad. <laughs> <laughs> or slightly sick. A whole chicken hamburger. Oh, yeah, I was going to oh, say, yeah. oh, the hamburger. Well, the hamburger scene is what I think made it for me, is, is wiping his face over and sniffing and Dr. Doctor can't smell. Yeah. That, yeah, you know, yeah. Those that, poor yeah. little homeless guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're sitting there going, run away now. No. <laughs> <laughs> opens his trap for the first time then. Yeah. yeah that's it, yeah. <laughs> there were some lovely little throwaway bits in it as well. These are the things I like. I get a bit fed up when it's really in your face and they kind of like, oh, look, here's a gag and we'll hit you with it. Yeah. The fact that you had the Sparrow line coach and oh, yeah, Sally yeah. was on yeah. the bus... Yeah. Sally Sparrow. Oh, yeah. right, I didn't pick up. And the great niece was oh, yes. called Verity Newman, yes. or that's yeah. the name uh, she penned a book yeah. has. Yeah. And I like those kind of ones because if you don't know... It doesn't it matter. It doesn't, doesn't make anything. Yeah. If you do know, it's a nice little smile. It's when, unfortunately, they have done this on occasion, where it's like, here's an in-joke. You didn't get it. We'll hit you over the head <laughs> with it a couple <laughs> more times yeah. just to make sure. I was glad there wasn't too much of Donna in it. Yes, it yes. looked like there might be. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the, se- the uh, first episode. I had a horrible feeling they were going to do to Donna what they did to Doomsday and totally negate it. No. But no, no she. The... But I did like the fact. Sorry, I did like the fact that she didn't change. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was... had a little, and the fact that he gave her the weapon. Yeah. To prote- even though she didn't shuttle. know about oh, it, yeah. she forget the mental she shuttle. Protect herself. Yeah. yeah. But I liked it when all, all the ma- you had the whole world full of masters except mm, for her. Except for her. Because yeah. she's slightly different. And is Martha and Mickey going to become the new Sarah Jane adventures <laughs> when Sarah oh, Jane doesn't want not. to do them? <laughs> <laughs> Might be tortured for who knows? Yes. Yeah. Independent like that. The one thing that doesn't seem to have been answered is how do the Ood travel through? time and space because Sigmund Ood is on Ood World or Sigma Mm. and that he still manages to travel is it an astro projection it it was implied that it was a mental projection you shouldn't have those powers yet you're evolving too fast so I think it's some form of mental projection it's all a mental projection but again that reminded me of another query they had these mental projections because time uh, time was bleeding because the time lords had come through that future had been negated The, the planet Earth wasn't the master race anymore and the Time Lords were packed away. Mm. So why did S- Ood Sigma suddenly show up again at the end? Because they were being soppy. Because, oh, yeah. well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They knew the Doctor was dying. And mm. the, yeah, yeah so, so, but does that mean they've still got those powers? Does that mean they've still evolved too fast? Maybe mm. as much yeah, later in history, I don't know. Or, yeah, they were or maybe it's just fast. the last vestige of yeah. their powers. Well, yeah. They're yeah. evolving too... It, it, again. It, yeah. Yeah, well, well they've kept the powers that they evolved. Because mm. they are handy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what about the regeneration and anodox? Uh, apart from what a few of us have mentioned before about um, holding it off too long for no readily apparent reason, his last line, <laughs> I know, again, see, this shouldn't have, it made me go, oh, no. <laughs> but I should have hated it because it was so self-indulgent. Yeah. You know, you're going to regenerate. You've been, you've done it however many times before. Get over it. Mm. Well, <laughs> yeah, they, they don't term it in that way in this one. They deliberately well, say he's going to die, as in that personality is going to die. Well, yeah, but that has happened to all the rest of them. Why is it suddenly bothering him so much this time? I don't know. Yeah, just because he's, he's a hunky is. little ruffle-haired... <laughs> Yeah, but there, there, there have been aware yeah, because I, we had, you know, the, the time has come but the moment has been prepared. I don't for, yeah. think, you know, I, 
personally, I don't think all um, the doctors have wanted to regenerate. When they have done, I have got a sense that they've begrudged it. Every doctor likes who he is rather than the next person he is. Yeah. I, got, I got that sense with, uh, certainly with Pertwee, certainly with Baker. But uh, then so this is the first time they've got so overly oh, yeah, emotional I'm not, about I'm not, it. I'm not denying that. Mm. I am not denying that. Mm. There was a doctor that did actually go into his regeneration raging against the storm long before David Tennant. Yeah. The one that was forced to regenerate. Mm. Yep. Patrick yeah. Troughton's yeah. doctor yeah. was Tra- very, yeah. very objectionable to the... the yeah, kicking and screaming into the booth. No, yeah. no, I don't want to go, kind of stuff. I, yeah. I, I don't think the not wanting to leave this body is a new thing. Yes, it was overplayed this time. I'm not denying yeah. that, but I'm not, I don't think it's a new thing. Matt Smith. Well, first off, when the Doctor was you know, looking dead on the yeah. bottom of the chamber with his oh, hand yeah, yeah. over the top of his head, yeah, that's what I did anybody else think for yeah. a second, that's yeah. Matt, Matt Smith's Smith head? Yeah. Yeah. Which is no. what I should have done. Yeah. <laughs> not unless he'd had a haircut, no. His <laughs> kind of hair is the same sort yeah, of colour. Yeah, because he had his arm over. Yeah. Yeah. It's only when he turned uh-huh. around you saw the side bend and think, ah, oh, no, it's not. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's quite a neat trick. Yeah, I was almost surprised by that, actually. Yeah, kind of thought that they'd do it differently. He didn't sneak it in like that. I still maintain Matt Smith. Looks like Ricky Butcher. Hmm. I'm afraid I am okay. going to be the. I don't like Matt Smith. Fan. No. <laughs> oh God! So, I have seen. Oh, I'm going to show my age here. I have seen every single regeneration, and there have been times where I've sat there thinking, mm, "I'm not sure about you," but this is That's the first bit. time yeah. that I've actually can hand on heart say. The first scenes with the Doctor reinforced my idea. I do not like you. Really? No. It's very similar to, to Tennant's first it, few scenes. Yeah. Not to me. Even with Tennant, I was no problem. I, I quite <laughs> like... Yeah, or or I'll, I'll see how it goes. Yeah. No. I, I really, really, really... Oh, no. I think, <laughs> I think that deep down it's because he's so young. The second yeah. he ruff, ruffled his hands through his hair and squeaked... I'm a girl. <laughs> I thought, yeah, I'm going to like you. You're quite nice. I was very impressed. Those first 20, 30 seconds, I, you know, I immediately warmed to that doctor. I don't know yeah. why. What was the very last word he said? I mean, Geronimo. 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 Which yeah, is going to be his catchphrase. catchphrase. Yeah, yeah. It's better than Allons-y. Yeah. Does the doctor have to have a catchphrase? I know we had reversed the polarity of the new well, Exactly. Uh, they've had something. every single episode. Apparently, apparently we do in the news series because we've had fantastic... Um, Allons-y. Allons-y and Multibene. 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 Yeah. Multibene. He doesn't say it all the time. No, he doesn't say it all the time. <laughs> there was also the uh, the trailer afterwards. Yeah. Mm, we didn't yes. hear Grunhilde say a thing. Did she, did she scream? She did one? scream. She did yeah. scream. Yeah. Well, from you have to be able to scream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, did, she did a good scream. Yes, it's it? your audition, isn't it? Don't say a word, love. Just, just scream. scream. <laughs> well, the, the thing that confuses me, in all the pictures we've seen of her beforehand... Yes. And she's got that ridiculously short skirt on. <laughs> I assume she was a strippergram or something. Yeah. But the trailer gave the impression that she is the actually police. a police officer. Yeah. I'm sure that's not regulation uniform. <laughs> it isn't, but I'm sure she well, is. She's <laughs> in the wash like your well, woman's socks. Uh, <laughs> perhaps she is a strippergram. The day she meets the doctor, she's doing a stripping policewoman. And, and, uh, he, and he actually thinks she is a policewoman. Because, of course, he wouldn't be looking at her legs. No, <laughs> the doctor. <laughs> 
dear. Now I'm sorry the trailer reinforced to me, but that... Oh, you're a grumpy old woman. Um, I think I I have to make a late prediction for... Yeah, a late prediction for next year. No, no, no. The the gene is going to be leaving the podcast to discuss. (laughs) Because the only thing we discuss is Doctor Who. And how bloody good Matt Smith is. (laughs) See, I'm hoping... I'm hoping that this is totally... I'm going to watch the first episode and I'm going to think he's great and I love it. I really seriously am hoping that. (laughs) But we can... I'm sorry, but it was a smashing up the Dalek, the firing a gun. <laughs> As I explained to you, he's going to be shooting a, a light yeah. or a wall. It's, the there's angst, not going to be a person on the other end of that the bullet. Angst in the 11th Doctor's face, just holding the gun and pointing yeah, but it. He turned into scene. emo Doctor by then. Yeah, so <laughs> this is a Doctor sorry, that's coming I'm out sorry, of the battle with the Time Lords and he was angst and suddenly got Matt Smith firing the blooming that, gun everywhere. That scene just where David Tennant got the gun and he was aiming it at Rassilon and then aiming it at the master. Yeah. That just went on for too long. Oh, he yeah. did. It was too many turns. Yeah. 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 One, two. two. Okay, that's all right. But, but then he one, did it again. Two, three, four. <laughs> nice. it, just, it just went on too long. Not it for did. me, I have to say. Not no, for me. it oh. did for me. I thought it for me. Oh. really did oh. highlight the fact he could not choose. Yeah, interesting he was point. stuck. Yeah. There's no, no thing you can yeah, do. I can, I can understand that, but so many times. So Interesting point. Um, right, you just mentioned that the uh, head time lord, Timothy Dalton, was Rassilon. Yes, yeah. apparently. Uh, apparently. They called him Rassilon. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. How could that could be, be a when, when, when <laughs> harking back to my favourite <laughs> um, sort of Five Doctors episode and the uh, very farty tower of Rassilon? Yes. Mm. He was in prison for all eternity in the tower, yeah, locked in immortal sleep. Yeah, well, I've up. got, I've got, yeah, exactly. yeah, I've got two answers. Two answers. One, uh, Rassilon's meant to be the greatest uh, scientist that the, in mm. Time Lord society, yeah. at least, least the most well known. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the stick insect of Rassilon, the yeah. string vest yeah. of Rassilon. Well, it, it makes, it makes logic. Yeah. It's logic. If you're losing a battle, to go and you have the ability to go back and get the greatest scientist you ever had. The Daleks did it with Davros, mm-hmm. so it makes it logical for the uh, Time Lord to do it for. Rassilon. Not only was he a scientist, he actually headed up the war against the great vampires. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And if he's locked in an eternal sleep, that doesn't mean you can give him a poke and wake yeah, him up. They just get they, an eternal alarm. Yeah, they, they, resurrected, <laughs> they resurrected the master from, from death. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. 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 Point two. Is it the Rassilon? Mm, that's I it. mean... Uh, I think it probably I am just saying that every Roman emperor after Julius Caesar called themselves mm-hmm. Caesar, Caesar because yeah. Julian Caesar was the greatest one. Julius. 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 They're trying to take some of the glory of that onto themselves. So perhaps... Maybe. maybe at the beginning of the war, the president decided to take the title Rassilon. I've got the feeling that there was real fear from the rest of the people th- sitting yeah, around yeah. that table and I you're only going gen- to get that from the first wrestler. Yeah, I <laughs> genuinely think it was. But Ooh, yeah. Summing up, okay, thoroughly enjoyed the first episode, would have enjoyed the second episode more if it had ended 15 minutes earlier. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping the vast toffee leaves self-indulgence behind and gets back to some good old Doctor Who writing. <laughs> I enjoyed, in retrospect, part one as well, and particularly part two. I don't think it was self-indulgent. I, I think I think it was a perfect ending. I think if that were me, if the Doctor, if I were the Doctor in position, that's exactly what I'd do. I would rant against Wilf for putting me in that position. I would hold off dying as long as I could to say goodbye to my friends. That's exactly what I would do. I loved the first episode. The second episode could have been 15 minutes shorter. Isn't it funny how the two girls are not the sentimental <laughs> ones? <laughs> <laughs> you softy boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
president is a soft. I love the fact that the master was truly, truly insane, and I really do hope it isn't the end of the master. And I would like to see him back as John Sims, but I suspect we won't. No, I don't. I I did enjoy it. I thought the scenes with Wilf, both in the cafe and on the spaceship, were absolutely wonderful. Try to give him the gun. Um, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. and um, it's a shame we won't have Wilf back on board the TARDIS. But I did like his what. There's one comment I did love, which I kind of think did go back to his first time in the TARDIS. He wasn't thrown by the size of it. Just how (laughs) untidy it was. (laughs) My, uh, but loved it. Um, my own sentiments, I mean, they're conflicting somewhat. It was David Tennant's swan song. I mean, there's no two ways about that. As I say, his regeneration scene, it was a little bit protracted. And um, as for the uh, Time Lords and their non-appearance... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that was a bit of a yeah, easy get-out. Yeah, I was... I, I did feel a bit short-changed by that. But, I mean, overall, I enjoyed it. Mm. I enjoyed it with very much with reservation. Mm. Uh, wonderful, glorious moments. Quite a few bad moments as well. It just goes to prove that Russell T needs a script editor. He needs someone to turn around and say, no, you can't do that. Mm. The regeneration, what Adam may have done, what Adam would have done, did it make good television? That's that's the question. <laughs> yeah. So, that's me summed up. So what you're saying is that our, our esteemed producer is really the Doctor, that he needs someone around him to keep him under <laughs> yes. control. Yes, I think he does. I think he does. I would agree with that with some of his scripts, but not this one, but, you know... <laughs> Gosh, divided opinions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Corsell president is wrong. Yeah, well, that's yeah, the of democracy. Yep. Worst rescue ever. <laughs> oh, yeah, that oh, was yeah. really. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let us know what you think. We know what we think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We know there we are a wide variety of opinions <laughs> out there. We've read the forums. Oh, God. I, yes. I know that I'm going to get swarms of hate mail from people that will tell me how wrong I am. And I'm just being an ageist, grumpy old woman. Yes, yes, you are. I can't even lust after him. I could at least lust after that. That would be wrong. Um, I, I have never lusted after the doctor. I'm sorry. Not even Joanna Lumley? <laughs> so, yeah, let us know what you, what you think. You can yep. Write to us at show at staggering stories dot net, <laughs> or you can nip on our Facebook site and leave messages on our mm-hmm. wall, or on the main site and leave messages on, on the forum, forum. Yes. Yeah. or on the blog. Twitter, or you can ring Adam up on oh one two nine three and breathe heavily down the phone. He likes it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sorry, sorry, sorry. There is one major, major thing we have forgotten. We have not wished the head of Pertwee a (gasps) happy new year. We haven't. That's because he's still the master. Yes, look at him. He has his master mask on. (laughs) Could you break it to him that it's finished? Uh, It's finished, master. Oh, no, no. Put the mask back on. (laughs) Mask back on. (laughs) Okay, we'll wish him a happy new year then. Happy Happy new year, year, head of Pertwee. He doesn't care. <laughs> he's still smiling. He he's seen so many New Year's. No, it's more of a glazed grin. I think he's, just he's had a hungover. mask on for three weeks. Are you sure it's not still a hangover from the yeah, New it's Year's? A hangover. Yeah. Right, you've been writing to us in the Christmas period. You have indeed. Do you have nothing better to do? <laughs> We've heard from Kirsty. Hello, Kirsty. She says, Hello, team and the benevolent head. <laughs> now I have listened to all, yes, all casts. Oh, wow. my I God. I have some notes. Yeah, Firstly, yeah. my sympathy to fake Keith. 
How do you put up with the real one? Yes. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I have also decided to, in true staggering stories style, to do the best and worst of your podcast. Oh, <laughs> God. Best. Never fails to make me laugh. Episode 50 outtakes made me receive strange looks. <laughs> the energy you put into it and the very hard work editing it yeah. is truly <laughs> worth it for your listeners. Okay. Fake Keith and Jean give women a voice in a male-dominated subject. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those men are so dominating, oh, I tell you. We are, believe me. We like Worst. Cake, because I can't have it, dairy intolerance. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You keep on saying it's a family podcast with the language you sometimes use, it just isn't. <laughs> well, f- sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't swear. Please put a beat in pence. there. <laughs> That'll be 50 pence. <laughs> keep up the great work. No win, not just adequate. <laughs> Kirsty, P.S., just want to try this. <laughs> Thank you very much, Kirsty. Lo- lovely to hear from you. <laughs> oh, right. We have one from Naya. Hi, Naya. Hello, Naya. Thanks for the cake. Oh, yes. yes thank you for the cake. Despite what Kirsty says. She says, Dear Staggering Stories team, at the time I'm writing, I should say Happy Yule to Jean and Merry Christmas to everyone else. <laughs> Thank you. But by the time y'all read, read it, <laughs> it's going to be New Year, so Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Happy New Year to you. Sorry to be behind in feedback. I thought I had more time to slip in before your Christmas one. I was even going to send you a healthy recipe to try and counterbalance the brownies. <laughs> <laughs> to recap the highlights, number 59... I saved this one to listen as I drove to Chicago TARDIS. Gentlemen, you are excellent company on Interstate 90. Thank you. 300 miles of corn, cows and billboards. (laughs) Definitely the corn. Mm. You should try driving through Washington State at some time. (laughs) Gene, I applaud your fidelity to the podcast, uh, but listening to that gravelly voice made me want to pull over and cough up a lung in sympathy. Glad you're over the cold now. Number 60. Bernard Cribbins is amazing and deserves every award ever given. Yep. That and I apologise for whatever nonsense is going on regarding our customs and the RPG. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. I got Number the 61. The whole team is back. Huzzah! Yay. I listened to this one as I cooked for Christmas. <laughs> I should have been listening with a large drink, because fess up, that's more than a sugar buzz, wasn't it? <laughs> Whichever. The Christmas nonsense made me laugh hard enough to forget just having spent four hours shoveling it out from a blizzard. Ooh. So well done and thank you. Well done, Crumbly, for making the brownies. Well, it wasn't actually me, it's El Presidente who made them. <laughs> it yep. wasn't, wasn't it? Sounds like the weight to volume to weight conversion went well, or went well enough. Yeah, yeah did. did. Oh, God. See yeah, you in it- the new year. I hope I'll be hearing Jean as well. Something you said made me wonder if you're going to leave. No. No, that was bye at the end of the episode. We do, we do that every time. I hope not. No. Fake Keith's plan is excellent. I mean, it's been great to hear you, and I hope you stay. Naya. Oh, thank you, Naya. Thank you. I, I have to say, Naya, that it is actually correct that the volume to weight I put on after eating the brownies was at the correct conversion level. We now have one from Draculosaurus. Hello. Hello, Draculosaurus. Hello, Draculosaurus. Dear Staggering Stories team, I am writing to bring your attention to an alarming story oh. which recently appeared in the Austin American State newspaper. Oh, dear. Why didn't my brother send that to me? <laughs> <laughs> Is it? Continental employee suspended pending investigation. Oh. Austin America statesman, the 20th of December, 2009. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm reading this in English date, not American. <laughs> Last night, two employees of Continental Airlines ground crew in Austin Bergstrom International Airport were discovered unconscious on the runway. Mm. 
When roused, they gave an incredible account of a headless man dressed in a velvet jacket and cape <laughs> who, after incapacitating <laughs> the crew members used in some kind of judo, climbed <laughs> into the wheel well of a departing plane bound for London's Heathrow Airport. <laughs> Officials at Continental insisted that the flight is not in danger and that the employees had simply overexerted themselves under the increased pressure of the holiday travel <laughs> and had hallucinated the mysterious figure. Mm. We didn't hallucinate nothing, insists <laughs> one of the suspended employees. I've still got the mark from his pinky ring on my cheek. <laughs> Ooh, pinky ring. <laughs> I don't think many locals could make heads or tails of that story, but I immediately realised I think I know who the mysterious figure was <laughs> and also what he was after. Ooh. Please be careful, staggering stories team. If he's who I suspect, he'll stop at nothing to get it back. Oh dear. I think, I think I've only got one thing to say. Yeah. Hey! We better add <laughs> security to the, um, yeah. to the den. Yeah. Yeah. Scary stuff. I have one from JD here. Hello. Hello, JD. Hello, JD. JD. Says, Hello team. I meant to say feathers. Not fathers. What? <laughs> is this is random shouted words from our listeners. Know. I think this is from a previous letter that we that didn't was... actually understand. Uh, Four weeks ago, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and some drinks ago. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Christmas dinner. This year has been a long year. Thankfully, you guys, along with Radio Free Scarrow, have been there to make it quicker. <laughs> Thank you. Just got to see Verses, Kill Bill Volume 1 and 2, and got them as well. Versus is a magnificent movie. Pick it up. Will do. Has okay. zombies with guns. Oh dear, what's next? <laughs> Hope you guys have a fun sugar-induced holiday hangover. <laughs> Thanks. I will send an end-of-time holiday feedback edition. I hope El Presidente's foot doesn't fall off. And, as always, be seen you. JD. <laughs> Thank you, JD. And he then has another one here, I'll quickly do. Yep. He goes on to say, Hello, team. I hope you all enjoyed your sugar-induced coma called Christmas. Mine was kind of weak, except for the new Doctor episode. I thought the episode was great. <laughs> I'm getting tired of some people trying to compare every episode to Caves Around as Arnie. Or Genesis of the Daleks. I'm looking at you, Radio Free Scarrow. Oh dear. Some people have to remember that Russell did, after all, bring back the show The Doctor, The Daleks, Master Sontaras, and The TARDIS. So I give it a well deserved 9 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, El Presidente, check your Facebook. Are you ignoring me or what? Ooh. I know you're on vacation. It's holiday. But come on. Long live the head of Pertwee, JD. <laughs> have you been deliberately ignoring him? I hadn't. I hadn't got anything at all. But I have now, I think, seeked him out and added my friend list. Uh -huh. But I don't know. Very mysterious. Did he get the right Adam Purcell? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't bother with my Facebook. I look at it about once a month. <laughs> <laughs> we have one here from... Piva. Really Piva. Right? I hope that's yeah, how you Piva. pronounce it. That's <laughs> if it isn't, I do apologise. Uh, dear team, you've done oh. it again. You've <laughs> turned a simple-minded teenaged American boy into a British TV fanatic. <laughs> I first heard about the podcast on a short phone call you left on a certain Yivitz and Mr. Bubble podcast. Oh, yeah, for their was, 100th, probably. Was that you? No, all of us. I think we all did. Yeah, oh, OK. <laughs> Happy 100th. You, you were asleep at the time. I probably was. I do apologise. Great Yivitz, Mr. Bubble. Yep. That's still going strong. After listening to your most recent podcast at that time, I started watching some new Who. But then, quite rapidly, I found myself downloading 202 gigabytes all of old Who and watched <laughs> them in two weeks' Super Who 
marathon. My word. Words can't describe the emotion that we've been brought out during that marathon. Sadness, joy, and a certain kind of disbelief that you will feel after watching the horns of Nymon. I'm there. I know exactly what you mean. Anyway, I have one question I would like to raise. In the future, what will the age of the 20th Doctor be? My guess is something around 12 <laughs> With the way things are going. Well, great work on the Christmas special, and I hope you all had much fun making the podcast as we do listening to it. Oh, yeah. Your humble fan, Peeva. Thank you. P.S. The odd thing happened to me during my Super Who marathon was one day my mother walked in and saw Colin Baker on my screen. She then confided in me that she loved Doctor Who when she was my age, and I was absolutely fanatical. Doctor Who is genetic, I guess. <laughs> I, I can assert it is genetic. Both of my brothers were into Doctor Who, as was my parents, and I think it was probably the first thing I was shown when I got out of hospital. <laughs> right, we've, we've got one here from Jay. It says, Dear team, you've all done festively well. Oh, thank, thank you. I've been listening to the podcast for months now and I was so delighted by your recent Christmas party <laughs> episode I had to write and say thanks so thanks thank, thank, you. Thank, you. thank you you see I'm sort of a theatrical vagrant <laughs> because of the economic downturn rather than getting a decent job lecturing I've had to take short term jobs directing productions at universities and regional repertories all across the US mm. it's not bad work but I'm travelling away from home over 40 weeks a year Ooh, that's yeah. a long time in between oh, yeah. seeing friends yeah. and family yeah. staggering stories not only helps me keep up with the latest Doctor Who and sci-fi news but it also makes me feel not quite so far away from my friends and let me tell you there is no better way to spend an evening in bosnan bozeman okay (laughs) mt state college pa or morgantown wov i think that's montana state college pennsylvania and morgantown west virginia what he said (laughs) than listening to you guys well, maybe there is, but I'm far too scared of the locals to read. <laughs> so with all the happy yuletide fuzziness you had inspired, you'd be hard-pressed to imagine my shock and surprise in hearing you thoroughly slander that greatest of all Doctor Who stories, The Horns of Nymon. What? It is genius. It what? is poetry in pixels. What? It is almost Brechtian in its intent. What? That is to say, it makes a virtue of its tiny budget and does doesn't pretend to some kind of formal grandiosity. Graham Crowden's performance is a brilliant critique (laughs) (laughs) on the limitations of naturalistic acting. (laughs) Tom Baker is, um, well, Tom Baker. (laughs) And even that little bit of fluff, Seth, shows remarkable wisdom in deciding not to compete with the giants around him (laughs) and works with his greatest asset. Uh He just stands around a lot with his shirt mostly (laughs) unbuttoned. What's this man being dressed? Do I detect a slight hint of irony in all of this? No, no. What I think is actually this letter has come through from a parallel universe where Horns, Horns of Nymon was really good. <laughs> oh, sure, you could say it's terrible. It's, it's terrible. terrible. But then you ignore the true meta message about the difficulties of conveying subtlety in a mid-century BBC children's show. It was never a children's show. It's always Shut been up. BBC drama. <laughs> I have it on good authority that it was really written by a 
collaboration between Harold Pinter, Samuel Beckett and Sam Shepard, <laughs> which would make this the pinnacle of performing art in the 1970s. Wasn't he from yeah. Quantum Leap? Yeah, Sam Beckett. Yeah. <laughs> and you not lot turn your nose up at it. Shame. <laughs> also, yes. in listening to some of your back catalogue, I was intrigued to hear the theory that Crumbly, I believe, could be a gay icon. Oh, I'd love to know how this started. <laughs> this is, that. of course, preposterous. Uh, I mean, honestly, I mean, sort of, look, at, look at my pictures, I mean, how could I be a gay icon? You're an unky man. <laughs> unky. Grow a beard, I'm sure there'll be a few bears that would love you. As a committed I'm, homosexualist... I'm, I'm 45 oh, years old, I'm bald. Oh, God. <laughs> Methinks he doth protest too much. <laughs> as a committed homosexualist, as Tom Baker once put it, I can... What? <laughs> I'm not reading that. Come on, you go me. Oh. I can tell you that fake Keith is where it's at. <laughs> yes. Under the right yeah. Circumstances, I'm sure she could knock Cher and Madonna from their pink columns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she does. Oh, that's Besides, it. as an old-school Doctor Who fan, she's already got a lot more in common with more of us than either of those two, and she must be a good 57 years younger than either. <laughs> oh, dear, fake Keith, it's a case of cover me in chocolate and throw me to the lesbians. <laughs> Why would I want to cover you in chocolate and throw you <laughs> to the lesbians? I'll about you. Don't, it sounds like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll cover El Presidente in chocolate and throw him to the lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> Keep up the good work, Jay. Thank you, Jay. Thank you, Jay. <laughs> that was probably the most disturbing letter I've ever read. <laughs> Jay, lay off of the sherbet dib dabs. <laughs> <laughs> We have one here from Wayne. Hi, Clive. Clive. Hi. Hi, guys. I apologise for the lack of feedback, but real life does intrude. No, no. Exams, work and such like. But I thought it very important to send an email discussing Tennant's last few stories. Oh, good. I thought all three were well written, well acted, and I have a few key points. Oh, yeah. Waters of Mars was superb. Yep. The character of Adelaine was very well portrayed by Lindsay Duncan and made her a very believable character. Someone you could believe would commit suicide, unlike Luke Rattigan. Yep. However, mm, my yeah, favourite sure. character was Steffi. Oh, yeah, yeah. The end of time was very enjoyable and I think was heightened by the fact that the spoilers were minimal. It would have been much mm -hmm. better if I didn't know Alonso would be there. Oh, However, the Naismith characters were pointless yep. and unfortunately badly acted. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't that. know about that, yeah. We all love Wilf and the cafe scene moved me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was I've, good. Already, I've already judged my opinion on the 11th Doctor by the first scene and the trailer, and I think he's brilliant. Yeah. Uh -huh. Get your head examined, boy. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I don't want to go, but I must, and I'll write to you soon. <laughs> Geronimo! Oh. Thank, Thank you, Clive. Thank you, Clive. <laughs> I have one here from Ian. Oh, hello, Ian. Hello, Ian. Who may have been on this podcast I a few weeks back. I think he may have been. Um, <laughs> not Gene. Yeah, not Gene, yes. The end of time. In short, loved it. <laughs> the plot <laughs> Return of Gallifrey et al whatever really was window dressing on a Cribbins Sim Tennant Dalton acting masterclass <laughs> who won Bernard Cribbins pretty much stole it for me yep yep a shame he's not staying on as a companion yeah Timothy Dalton and the spit <laughs> oh, yeah. what was all that about oh, expectorant flobbing everywhere Timmy Dalton and the spittle band Timmy yeah. Dalton Timmy Dalton Timmy Dalton, Timmy Dalton. <laughs> it's called passionate <laughs> acting Timmy yeah. passionate acting an <laughs> actor yeah yeah. Fest for each of his life. <laughs> Aditi's final 20 minutes. 
Sentimental, yes, lovely, yeah. and a cracking final line. <laughs> I, for one, didn't want him to go either. Oh. Matt Smith's first few moments, manic and pure Moffat. Geronimo. <laughs> a few who predictions for 2010. Oh, yeah. RTD will be roundly slagged off on the internet. Yes. The repeated <laughs> use of the terms reset button and deus ex machina. That's already started. Until the new series launches, whereupon he will be instantly become fondly remembered. <laughs> <laughs> I think half the comments Ian started. <laughs> yeah. The vast Toffee, MN, will remain deeply popular until, in the third episode of the series, when he changes some minute element of backstory, whereupon he will become the form's new whipping boy. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably true. Matt Smith will instantly endear himself to many who have forgotten about the Scottish fellow with his mockney accent. Never! <laughs> Karen Gillan will surprise many by being terribly dour, unsexy, and generally mystical. <laughs> Not really. I'm sorry, but I've watched Constructs 1 and 2 looking at her picture. I don't Fair think enough. they find her unsexy. <laughs> I can agree with that. <laughs> um, Apparently it's the legs. I can't say uh, I've noticed not, them. Not just, I don't know what it is. They're at the end of a bum. They go all uh, the way up to her armpits. <laughs> <laughs> Other predictions. Tom Baker will remain in root health all year. <laughs> one of you is going to be right. <laughs> <laughs> the characterisation of the Eleventh Doctor in the first batch of novels due April will be way, way off. Yep. Or mm. certainly true. The canine series will be really quite good. <laughs> okay, mm. not really. <laughs> good luck for 2010, guys. Keep staggering on. Ian. Thank you. Thank you very Thank you. much. And one final one from Misha. Oh, hello, Misha. Misha. Hello, Misha. Hello. Hello, Staggering Stories team. And, of course, Head of Pertwee. <laughs> A few points on the end of time. I promise these are slightly less bloodthirsty than those of Waters of Mars. Only slightly, though. <laughs> I jest, of course. But where to begin? I've yet to make any coherent thoughts on the matter of this subject. In fact, I go as far to say Wibble covers it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But if I pick out points, I can probably waffle a bit more. Part one. Why is the Master suddenly a Power Ranger? <laughs> I mean, that's clearly what he's doing, leaping about in the magic zappy land, zappy hands, right? More to the point, why is John Sim quite so sexy when eating such a disgusting manner? <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're not going to comment on those. Uh, there's a reason for it, I'm sure, but I don't know why. On he does look really good in sweats, though, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. In his scummy clothes. Oh. <laughs> and he's you, not you too wouldn't bad say blonde. No. And I don't normally go for blondes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Adam, carry on. <laughs> so sorry to Misha as well. Sorry, Misha. On the subject of the peculiar appeal of a peroxide blonde master Sim, hmm, whose idea was it to put him in collar and lead? <laughs> <laughs> what? Did I miss a bit? Yes, uh, yes, you, you did. The, the red collar. The dog's yes. collar. And it was on a lead at was one on point. A was it really? Yeah. 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 I did entirely miss that, I'm glad to say. <laughs> I didn't. Must die. I suspect Artie do. Artie do. Artie do. Artie doo. Howdy doody, Artie doody. I suspect Artie do. We probably got as much as a kick out of writing that as we did from watching it. I say we, I mean me, and so far, only Samantha agrees with me. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Skirting around the Donna thing, nice way around it, but what actually happened? Never explained. Very odd. Adam here speaking. I just wanted to add what the heck happened when the Doctor was shot. 
by the helicopter. Yeah, I wondered uh, that. Hmm. It wasn't explained how he got up unhurt afterwards. I, I, I think it was actually someone behind him. Yeah, I thought when they the ran head. past, they hit him on the head. Yeah. Oh, did they? Uh, oh, I yeah. thought they yeah. shot him. I got the impression no, he was no. shocked. No, no, I got, I got yeah, the I impression he was, he was whacked from the back of the head. As, oh, as, as, damn, we're going to have to watch it again. Because if groups. they shot him, uh, it's got to be a uh, tranquilizer gun or yeah. something yeah. like no, that. Possibly, but that yeah. would be strange since that all the others seem to be I, real I, bullets. Okay, yeah. I, I've now got to ask this question. There are two things that you actually didn't notice. So how so did, did you... No, no, uh, did yeah. you actually watch the episode at all? Or mm. was you on the wrong side? That's why you, you were thought watching it was EastEnders program. or Coronation ah. <laughs> <laughs> You did wonder why the Doctor went down the um, Rover's Return for a quick pint halfway through. <laughs> it was why? the Doctor who killed Archie. <laughs> well, it's kind of like damage this in time sort of thing. Uh. <laughs> anyway, back to, back to the plot. <laughs> Wilf in the cafe, just lovely and oh, sad. Yeah. 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 I love Wilf and the silver cloak, marvellous. Oh, yes. <laughs> Magical helicopter zoom, lovely effect, but hardly necessary. Actually, the Naismiths themselves were a little superfluous. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Nobody can agree with that. Still, they can be fired under the dodgy science. <laughs> or something to that effect. Was it part one with the forehead touchy listening? Yes. Yes, it was. Yeah, he when, heard the when, drums when they put their heads together. Yes. Yeah, when, oh, yes. Yes. when the doctor heard the drums. They mind mm. meld yeah. 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 I liked that. I was reasonably sure that they were either going to kiss or headbutt. <laughs> <laughs> So that, again, I think is just me. I think it is just you. <laughs> oh, tongues. Oh, shut up! I can't believe! I was just managing to get over that! And so, <laughs> and so part one ended with an awful lot of John Sim dressed as a lady and in army uniform. Yeah. That was quite nice, too. <laughs> so that was part one. Part two. As she ended up missing part two. What? So I immediately left the internet and hid in a fuming heap in an armchair until it came on to my iPlayer widget. Uh, because, of course, I'd have to be away from home and therefore only able to watch it on my phone. Uh, I can say firmly that this episode itself didn't suffer at all from being watched on a 2 by 4 screen. It's good enough to bypass even that. Again, some points. Time Lord's flying ring thing. And return more dodgy science. I think they're talking about how does he end up managing to throw yes, the, diamond the diamond just mm. by throwing it at a hologram oh, of the Earth yeah. that gets it outside yeah. of the time bubble. And yeah. I did wonder that, you Do- know, just science. lobbing yeah. a diamond at a hologram of Earth gets yeah. it to come to Earth. Well, obviously, it's, it's not a hologram, it's some form of portal mm. type thingy. Mm. Nothing yeah. can get out of the time lock except for they, that which is already out well, of it. it they implied it's it small enough to follow. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was just following it. A hologram. Okay. It wasn't a hologram. Okay. That okay. was the portal. Okay. Spaceship goes bang, then is repaired, then flies about, doesn't burn up and re-entry, and the Doctor survives a stupidly long fall. <laughs> yes. 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 Did yeah. anybody else think Ace Rimmer at that point? Uh, I oh. did. Yeah, I've got to admit. Yeah. More for the dodgy science file. Green conquer people. Great for cacti. That's racist. I rather like them. Fun characters. Who is a strange woman? Both mm. our house are for Susan, mm. Jenny, or his mum. 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 I'm going for family member, definitely. Oh, Who, never the field yeah. there. Why yeah. no. which, which, which particular family member? Because it could be daughter. Could be. Could be wife. I think could it's have been wife. great aunt. That's it, sorry. I'm yeah, looking at exactly. his mum. Who has Twice lots of cats. Cousin. Let's hope this is never answered. Mm, yeah. Mm. But it will be. Wolf and the general, I'd be proud if you were my father. Yeah. Just, ah, lovely. Ending just, well. <laughs> it was heartbreakingly lovely. There were guns. There was, apparently. Death. There was, was a Wolf-based twist. You saw that coming. But then, well, he got self-indulgent. Yes! Yes! <laughs> Thank you, Misha. Yes, there were fun bits. Jack chatting up Alonzo. Donna getting the apparently winning lottery ticket. Not entirely sure about Martha and Mickey. I mean, hi, you fancy that bloke my girlfriend ran off with? Let's get married. 
Really? <laughs> <laughs> the eventual ending, the tears, the whole, I don't want to go, that made me cry too. Essentially, the ending was night out, happy crying, angry, amused crying. <laughs> Personal opinion, I'd have liked it if he regenerated either when in the glass box or when Wilf was hugging him. Could have been more powerful. Yeah. Mm, yes, well said. As for Smith, I do hope Geronimo doesn't become too prevalent. <laughs> but for now, I like him. He seems like he's going to be good. Yeah. And on that note, I shut up. Feel free to edit as necessary. <laughs> lots of love, Misha. Thank we you. Thanks for writing. Thank you. Thank you. Excellent. We'd like lots and lots more feedbacks. We love hearing from you. So yeah. put finger to keyboard or and get in touch or pen to paper. But, you know, it's very hard to get that over the uh, mm. ether. <laughs> but send your comments to us at show at stories.net. Right, before we go, just a quick announcement to people. Event uh, announcement. Yes. Event announcement. We are going to be attending the SFX Weekender. Not as guests. No, no, no. we're going to be milling around. Buying yes. stuff. We will be. We might be able to interview a few people. We oh, are in talks so. with the organisers. Yeah. But come along. It looks like it's going to be a fun event. Yes. It's on the 5th and 6th of February, which is strangely a Friday and a Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Hmm. You can get day passes if you want to just come for the Saturday or yes. just Friday. Indeed. Whereabouts is it? It is in Camber Sands, Ooh. the old Pontins Holiday ah. Park, which is down on the south coast, yeah. East Sussex. I think I might have met, went there once as a I, kid. I, I went there twice as a kid. I, I, know, I know my dad got lost on the caravan site there. Ah, uh, there should be a plaque uh, put up. He, he stepped out to go to the toilet and didn't come back for three hours. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, <laughs> yep, we have uh, guests such as James Masters, Paul Ooh. Cornell. Paul Cornell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we might happen to know Toby Haydock, Gareth David Lloyd, Yanto, who's dead, yep. of course. Yep. Ask him what it's like to I be dead. Robert Rankin. I think Tom Baker's going to be there. I think Elizabeth Sladen's meant to be there, too. Oh, so a lot yeah. of interesting people are going to be there. Yes. And us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the least interesting people. And Gene's coming, too. <laughs> yep. See, I was nice to you <laughs> all evening. <laughs> That look. It's a good job I can't actually see that far. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, she's looking at me now. She, I think she wants you to pass it on. Okay. Could you pass it on to Andy? <laughs> <laughs> I think it lost something in the translation. <laughs> Hello there, this is Tony Gellisher on behalf of the Doctor Who Podcaster Alliance, an alliance of Who Podcasts held together simply by people being terribly nice to each other, quite frankly. It does mean that we can offer you this. We have, in conjunction with SFX Magazine, arranged 50 sets of free tickets to the SFX Weekender Convention, which will be held on the 5th and 6th of February. It looks set to be one of the biggest science fiction conventions in Britain this year. Guests include Tom Baker, Elizabeth Sladen, Gareth David Lloyd, James Masters, Paul Cornell, Toby Hidoki, Diane Abnett, 2018, and many. All you have to do to enter the draw for a set of tickets is call 08700 110034. That's 08700 110034. 0034 and quote the code DWPOD. That's DWPOD. Phone up, let them know that you're interested, you'll be entered in a draw. There's 50 sets of four tickets each set. Good luck, basically. The Doctor Who Podcaster Alliance, the alliance that likes a nice cup of. No, hang on. Um, we pod, so you don't have. No.
Uh, guys, we really need to come up with a slogan. And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of our New Year's Hangover special. Aww. 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 But never fear, we will be back. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Revitalised and refreshed. Apart from fake Keith. <laughs> With more of the same, more fun, frivolity and jollity. More news and reviews, more who old and new. So until next time, this is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Farewell. Goodbye. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I don't want to go. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> you have been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast, series one, number 62, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Fake Keith, Gene Riddler, and the real Keith Dunn. Views expressed here are those of speaker and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers on the site. No copyright infringement is intended. This podcast is an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. Sorry about the hair thing. (laughs) (laughs) Do you realise how hot it gets inside even a semi dry suit? (laughs) (laughs) Semi dry suits. (laughs) I mean, you've got wetsuits and you've got got wetsuits, semi dry suits, and uh, dry suits. Okay. Um, mm. Can I point out this is a sci fi podcast? Okay, this time last year. I'm just looking at your biltong. Thank you, pardon. That's my wife, god damn it! <laughs> Put my meat in a bag down. <laughs> is this why we're recording? <laughs> Hallelujah, it's raining men. Amen. <laughs> I'm going to hurt you both. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't keep you awake with my snoring. Drink, drink, drink. Yes, you can, but you have to share the bed with the head of Pertwee. <laughs> no, I'll keep him. I'll keep him awake <laughs> all night. <laughs> the following are a few trailers and/or Christmas greetings from other podcasts which didn't quite make it into our last one in time. So relive that Christmas feeling with these messages. I'm Joe from the Flashing Blade podcast. Um, hello, I'm Tony from the Flashing Blade podcast. And we'd like to wish everyone at the insert name of podcast podcast now. now, now. A happy Christmas to all of you at home. Oh, yes, we got the cliche in. The cliche is there. Oh, and I suppose something about peaceful New Year, blah, 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 blah. Yes. And don't forget, you can, of course, always listen to us on the Flashing Blade podcast at www.flashingblade.org.uk. Ooh, it's exciting. Is it? Yes. Oh, yes. You haven't heard it. (laughs) Ta-ta, then. Have a nice time. Not too much turkey now. Oh, Bye. Toodles. Arriba!
This is Ian, the Sixth Doctor. Hi, this is Dave AC. From the Coltum Collective Podcast. Yes, we collectively like to wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year from all our podcasters and listeners to your podcasters and your listeners. What? Hang on, Dave. You're telling me there's other podcasts? Next, you'll be telling me there's no Santa Claus. Oh, come on. I know you secretly listen to these other ones. I know I do. I know, but none of them have wine. Oh, wine. Lovely. Time for another glass. Yep. Cheers, Dave. Cheers, Ian. Merry Christmas, everybody. And a Happy New Year. Hello, Luke here from the Minute Doctor Who podcast. And I am the Simoninger from episode 8 of the Minute Doctor Who podcast. We'd like to wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Yes, this Christmas will be a triumph for the cyber race as we invade Earth, and in the new year many of you listeners will be converted into Cybermen. My colleague has informed me that our plans will come to nothing due to an unfortunate conjunction of the Nemesis statue and Voga, the planet of gold. So once again, have a wonderful holiday, and if you want to get hold of the backing track from this promo and help keep the X Factor off Christmas number one, then please visit zangproductions.co.uk. Excellent. This is Michael from the Tin Dog Podcast, and I just wanted to wish you all a very Merry Christmas from everyone here at the TDP. And by everyone, of course, I mean me. One hell of an office party. Merry Christmas, everyone. And keep the blue light flashing. Be seeing you.